are going to talk about three Christmas trees in various times. I don't know about you, but I just love Christmas trees. I enjoy being at the house and just sitting, um, maybe having some Christmas music on, and just looking at the tree, like the beautiful ornaments and the lights and the gifts. And, and I, there's just this serenity and this peace and this calm and this simplicity of that moment. And I just am so grateful for it. And I remember doing that even as a child, just looking at the tree and saying, this is so cool, it's so beautiful. Well, we're going to look at three Christmas trees tonight. Now, actually, to be honest with you, they're not actually Christmas trees, but with our God-given imaginations, we're going to pretend like they are. And uh, God's going to help us do that, I'm confident. So two of these trees are in the past. One of these trees is in the future. Let's talk about our first tree. This tree, we have to go back to see it all the way to this garden that God created. This beautiful place of harmony and peace. And everything was perfect. Adam was there. Eve was there. And God told them, listen, you guys, there are trees all over this place. And you can eat from any of them except one. Don't eat from this tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, I want to hit pause briefly. What do we tell kids at Christmas time? Do not open the presents, right? Don't open the presents. Or if you send a gift to somebody, don't open until Christmas, right? Well, one year, <clears throat> I actually found out where the presents were in my mom and dad's closet, and I kind of looked at the presents, and I found some that were for me. And I also, later, I opened some gifts, you know, that were addressed to me or with my name on them, and, uh, you know, very carefully opened the paper and then looked and then wrapped it all back up. So that Christmas, I knew what I was getting. I just did. And uh, it was kind of interesting how that all happened in our family. That's how it happened. Um, but the thing is, uh, when Christmas time came and I was unwrapping presents, there was just like sort of a not so wonderful thing. I mean, it's just I felt like a little bit let down, like the anticipation was gone. And some of the joy was just gone from that moment. Now, in a much more significant way, Adam and Eve disobeyed. And what, what happened wasn't just a lack of joy. Darkness entered our world. Disease and sickness and, and pain and suffering and broken relationships between people and God and people and other people. Even among people and creation, things were fractured. And the worst thing that happened was death came into our world, both physically and spiritually. And that affects us to this day. We can't fix it either. So our first Christmas tree, it's beginning to wither. Now fast forward, we're going, from our perspective, we're still going to be back in time about 2,000 years. But we're moving forward from the garden to about 2,000 years ago. And Jesus 
is born. Jesus comes to earth. The people then didn't know who he was. They didn't have a big celebration. But we do. Every year we celebrate the birth of Jesus because we know that God has come to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. And about 30 years after his birth, Jesus began his public ministry. He was full of grace and truth. And Jesus, he, he shows us what God's love looks like in action. Jesus teaches and shows us who God really is and who we really, we really are and how we can be restored in our relationship with God. And Jesus heals people physically, emotionally, relationally, and spiritually. And then after about three years of doing ministry, he rides into the town of Jerusalem on a donkey. And the people are so excited, they shout, Hosanna! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. He was riding in as the king would ride into town. And they were so excited. And just a few days later, the crowd shouted, Crucify him! And that brings us to our second tree. Jesus is falsely accused. There's an illegal trial. He is beaten, and he carries a cross made from a tree that he himself made as Jesus created everything. And he carried this cross to a hill outside of Jerusalem. In Deuteronomy, in 1 Peter and Galatians, it actually says the cross is a tree. And on the cross, on this tree, Jesus gives his life for us. And this Christmas tree then is kind of linked with death. But, though it looks like darkness has won, this is the very place where darkness is defeated, where Jesus defeats our enemies of sin and death. And God proves it three days later when Jesus raises up from the dead. In Galatians chapter 3, it says this, Jesus rescued us when he hung on the cross. He took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing, for it is written in the scriptures, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Through Jesus, God offers to everyone the same blessing he promised to Abraham. This is, gift, this is God's gift to you. The most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16, says that God loved the world so much, he loved you so much, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him they, they don't have to perish. They don't have to die, but they can have eternal life. Eternal life in heaven and, and a life here that is fulfilling and abundant, as Jesus says. God loves and God gives. And he offers life. And that takes us to our third tree. We, we, we don't know exactly when this tree will be available, but it's sometime in the future. And this tree is part of new heaven 
and a new earth. In Revelation chapter 22, the very last book in the Bible, it says this, the angel showed me a river that was crystal clear and its waters gave life. The river came from the throne where God and the Lamb were seated. Then it flowed down the middle of the city's main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse on anything. For the reign of God the Father and of Jesus the Lamb will be there, and there will be no darkness, no need for lamps or sun, for God's light will shine on them. The tree of life is in the new heaven and earth. And actually, if you read all the way back in Genesis, the tree of life was in that first garden that God made as well. And so it comes full circle. And this Christmas tree is flourishing. This Christmas tree shows us that life will never again be broken. The dark things of this world can never harm us again in the new heaven and earth. It's life as God intended. And we will thrive forever with God and other believers in a perfect, restored creation. Three unique trees, three different locations, three distinct times. Yet through Jesus, the tree in the garden and the tree outside Jerusalem and the tree of life in the new heaven and earth, they are all connected. They are all connected. Before Jesus came to earth, the world was shattered and hope was elusive. When Jesus arrived, the weary world rejoiced and it moved toward restoration. And as we heard earlier, the prophet Isaiah, he foretold this long ago. He said, the, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name shall be Wonderful Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And God goes on to say, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing, now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The arrival of Jesus changes everything. When Jesus was born, hope was reborn in this world. And hope can be born in any person who places their faith in Jesus. And if you've never done that, we would love to talk with you after this service about how you can begin a brand new relationship with God as this year ends and a new year comes and your new life can begin. Jesus is good news of great joy for all people. So I would encourage you this Christmas season, when you see a Christmas tree, or, or maybe just any time you see a tree, and, and you take notice of it, just give thanks to God for Jesus and the life we can find through him alone.
In John chapter 1, it says, Jesus gave life to all creation and brings light to all people. The light of Jesus shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. God's light drives the dark away because light ultimately defeats darkness. And tonight in a timeless tradition, we symbolically share the light as we do each Christmas. And people, we'll have people that walk through the aisles and, and light the candle of the person on the end and they will then pass that on. And I would just ask you, maybe as your candle is lit and then you pass it to the next person, maybe just consider saying something like, this is the light of Jesus that is given to you. May God's light be present in your life this Christmas and in the year to come. And if you don't have a church home, we would invite you to, to be with us here at Discover where we can join together, we can grow, and we can serve and share our faith with one another and with the world, making an impact in the name of Jesus.